Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Podiva. This is Pod Diva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. I'm Rachel Shelley, and welcome to the Relationship Room here at Pod Diva. The Relationship Room is a safe place to land ideas that help us navigate relationships. Diva Magazine's own relationship coach, Ali Hendry, is your host, and she digs in with curiosity, compassion, and a sweet garnish of humour. Today's topic is Create the Life You Want, and Ali is talking to author Natalie Alexis Lee about learning to manifest, feeling inspired, and sexual balance. And if you want to learn more about Ali, you can pick up a copy of Diva Magazine or contact her via alihendry.co.uk. Part Diva. Welcome to the relationship room here at Pod Diva. Different topics and guests from the LGBTQIA plus community and our allies. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Would you like to introduce yourself? What's your name, your pronouns and what do you do? Yes. Hello. I am Natalie Lee. I have written a book called Feeling Myself. I also do a lot of content creation. I run courses on manifesting and touching yourself or feeling yourself. And my pronouns are she, her or her, she. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. You have your finger in many pies, which I enjoy. I've read your book, if we can talk about that first, because I just love the style that you use and I want to delve in a little bit more to where where the process came from for you because people you have to read this book feeling yourself how I shed my shame to find sexual freedom and you can too for the purpose of the tape I am holding it in my hands right now and what I love about your book is that it's like individual essays now I I went from beginning to end you can dip into particular topics and you share your story, you share your wisdom, you share the wisdom of others, you share resources, you've got book list. I love all of that. I'm, I'm a massive fan of memoirs and I particularly love educational memoirs, which yours really was to me. In terms of the process of writing it, what was the moment where you were like, nah, this has to happen? Oh, well, it's been a very, very long time coming. I've wanted to write a book for as long as I can remember. So it's always been in the back of my head, but it's kind of been one of those kind of fantasies. You know, I think most people have that fantasy 
that they want to write a book about their life. They think they've got a story to tell. And I honestly believe that most people do have a story to tell. Um, but, you know, I didn't know anyone in publishing. I am not from a privileged background, really. I just didn't think it was something that I could get into. I know that publishing is very kind of old school and it really is. I learned that whilst writing my book. They do things a certain way and they don't like to deviate from that very much, um, especially the big publishing houses like Penguin, who my book was published by. It was a bit of a pipe dream. But you know what? I do run a course called on manifesting and manifesting really helped me to actualize my fantasy and it was great for that often we have these kind of dreams that just feel too far away and actually all it takes is that belief in yourself that you can do it there is access out there if you look for it I really hear that you know going into a fusty organization and thinking well this is new for them and for me how do I stay authentic to myself and also bring my purpose into fruition so that I can share my story with others and know there are so many others who may not have this opportunity, not just the chance, but also the way that I'm driving by using manifesting and self-belief and the things that I've learned along the way. I love that. I love that. You were thinking then. I saw you thinking. I was. I was. I was just thinking, what do I add to that? Um, oh, by the way, my book's called Feeling Myself. Um, I think you said feeling yourself, which I often get confused with sometimes too. So <laughs> just in case somebody wants to search it. And it's, yeah, Feeling Myself by Natalie Lee. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love a feel, whether it's self or others. Let, let's face it. With full consent, obviously, people. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, you mentioned about manifesting, and I am part of your course that is running right now. So I wanted to just delve into a little bit more around that. People who are unfamiliar with what manifesting is, they might know a little bit about it. They might think, oh, it's that woo-woo stuff. It doesn't really work. What is it about? How is it relevant to me? How would you describe manifesting? I think manifesting can be interpreted in lots of different ways. Probably the official explanation would be a co-creation between you and the universe. What does that mean, though? Because that's a bit that's a bit vague, isn't it? Who knows how that actually materialises? For me, manifesting has been very significant in focusing on myself, understanding and asking questions of myself that I have never asked before. Like, what do you like? What do you want to do? What are your needs? How do you communicate those needs? Basically a bit of a, a spotlight on you. I think I was sort of running around, letting life take me, blow me wherever it, it goes. And I didn't have much control or even much thought process in where I want to go and what I want to be doing. I was so busy looking after everyone else. It fulfilled its duty because it stops you looking at yourself, caring after other people. It's really difficult to do that. 
Um, but manifesting is a chance to stop, take a breather and ask yourself some really important questions. And that's what I did. And that's what I do. And I encourage other people to do that too. It can be a little bit painful sometimes and really hard. Figuring out what your goals are is not an easy question. So hopefully, you know, we kind of hold your hand a bit through that process and help you uncover what's holding you back. I definitely feel that. What you say about having intentional time with self and getting clear on where am I heading? Let me take stock with what's going on in my life right now. And it may feel so chaotic. There is going to be some through lines. There is going to be some areas that tie into what I really should be doing and what I want to be doing and how can I get that clarity and I I definitely feel there is a handhold in your course in terms of for some people to be asked what is your dream is out of reach they they've never come across those sorts of questions and you set up a really supportive uh, Facebook community you have your weekly check-ins which are great so starting off with some education and then moving into um, allowing space for people to delve in and it's a real community environment and I think with manifesting it can feel quite lonely so to so to do that within a community that says look this stuff's really hard actually for me to say to you where do you want to go if you had no holes barred if there was no problems with money, with time, with resourcing. What are the things that you would be doing right now? And that can sound really scary for a lot of people. (laughs) Very scary. Mm. Exactly. For me, the community aspect of the course is vital because you're right. Manifesting can feel quite lonely. Having, you know, writing down your goals, if you know what your goals are, being scared about communicating those goals to the people around you because you don't want to be seen as being too big for your boots or you know having a big head or whatever you know the community aspect of being able to talk about what your fears are but also celebrating your wins is vital and a very very important part of the course because some people have never had that before You know, just like with healing, I can heal individually, but there's something about the community aspect of healing that just adds that extra layer of cementing, you know, cementing that growth and that healing. It's really important. And you learn things through other people sharing too. just opens up your world a little bit more. Yeah, being in that space where every cell in your body is saying, am I allowed to dream this? Am I allowed to do this? And to get the resounding response from people you know and people you don't know, from people you trust and you've never met before, to say, yes, you are. And also to have that community environment where it's it's what we do in coaching, right? It's what I do in my work as a relationship coach, that creating that container where we can dare to dream And we are witnessed by someone who is holding that space and we can then start to make some plans. What's that going to look like? How can I take that seed and sow it today for future me and watch it grow? Exactly. That accountability aspect as well, isn't it? 
if you actually put it out there, there's a there's a feeling that, you know what, I've put it out there now, I've got to bloody do it, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What comes across as well, and we'll talk about your social media presence as well, which I've really, really enjoyed in terms of that sense of belonging. So when you share your story and others say, yes, yes, that has happened. I understand that. I get that. I can see some memories in myself. There's that sense of belonging that we're all born to want, I think. And from that sense of belonging comes our identities. And so there's there's so much in other areas of your work, I think, that feed into what we're talking about today, that, that belonging, that community, that identity. You talk so openly about your journey in terms of your sex and sexuality. Your book, there are some amazing, so many quotes in your book that I would love to talk about. We haven't got time though. Things like, I would rather, when you talk about your, your daughters and the sex and sexuality, I would rather have a conversation that is awkward for all of us than be silent. And it's gems like that where I'm like, oh, that gives me tingles thinking about it. So when you when you share yourself on social media and, and hey, I've been following you for a while and I know sometimes people have certain views and you, I love your responses. It's just like, I am love, basically. I am love and I am sharing what is me. And if you don't like it, you don't have to follow me, people. You share your joys, you share your ups, you share your downs. Where does that come from inside this drive to say, I am vulnerable? Um, very good question. The, the drive to be vulnerable comes from the rewards I've had from being vulnerable. I have not been vulnerable for most of my life. And I still struggle with being vulnerable with people close to me. I find it easier to share online because it's slightly more removed. <laughs> and also, I don't really care about whether they reject me or not. So there's a slight detachment from it, you know, when you do it online. But it also has been incredibly healing for me to be vulnerable online. I don't want to be somebody's inspiration. I want to show you that I'm human and I fuck up and I make mistakes and I have mental health dips and I also manifest writing a book and I also you know I want to I want to show the whole array of colors of myself just be a realist about it and I want to hopefully just give other people permission to be able to do that too and we're messy it can get really hard sometimes and you can still inspire people without being an inspiration by showing showing up. It's not always easy. For me, it's just really incredibly important to have that authenticity and, and not pretend that it's all sunshine and rainbows all the time, because it isn't, it's hard. We, we were supposed to be doing this talk a couple of days ago and I put it off because I was having a really low, a really low dip in my mental health. So it was really important for me to honour that and not just carry on anyways. The worst fucking statement in the world, you know, who wants to be kind and carry on anyway? I think that's, I think we need to like eradicate that. I do want to be kind. I don't want to be nice, but I also... I want to have a sort of an edge of, but don't fuck with me vibe, you know? And I've got to honour that in myself before I can radiate that out to others. 
Yeah, it's that boundary work. You have to walk around with you 24-7. So I have to walk around with me 24-7. I mean, imagine. So let's get on. Let's get on with ourselves. And actually, what do we need to do? And sometimes we need to accept that, well, all the time, we need to accept that people are not going to get with us. They're not going to understand. And that is okay, because what comes first is health, mental health and well-being. Diva. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Exactly. It's it's so true. You know, that's a really good sign that you are healing when you set those boundaries and you're not just focused on keeping up appearances. Really important that you honour that because life is messy. No one, no one is, you know, 100% all of the time and that's okay. That's absolutely okay. People will understand. And, you know, another sign of healing is that letting people down is okay. They'll get Mm -hmm. over it. I'm I'm telling you, they really will. Learning to say no to things has been very important for me. And like you say, learning to do you and not worry too much about what what they're going to think of you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's a work in progress, though. I mean, I love I love how you talk about inspiring and the kind of the differences between being an inspiring person, inspiring others and how that shows up for you. I do experience your work and the things that you choose to do are inspire me. So, you know, in the last few months, you've shown initiatives around things like the roll up to Christmas and how actually I am going to do 
some things for others. There, it, I don't like Christmas. There's so much going on. It's so engorged. Actually, I am going to give every day for the, for the next 12 days. And I found that inspiring. And then what you did in January around, actually, I'm going to look at repurposing my wardrobe because you have fabulous dress sense. And so looking at, actually, I'm going to get creative with this. I don't need any more stuff. So that's what I am going to focus on for this month. I think you did that last year as well. Bringing these ideas and, and this inspiration does inspire others. And I'm interested to explore more about where where those differences are in terms of being inspiring and being inspired. Yeah, just like you, I'm inspired all the time by people around me and what I see on social media. But there is a difference between being inspired and not being an inspiration. I think that that feels a bit too pedestal-y for me. And um, it's a big height to fall down from. I bruise really easily, so I don't want to fall down from that. And also, I don't believe that anyone is, should be held up on a pedestal because it is, it's problematic, that kind of mentality. And we'll only get let down. So, yes, you can inspire people with by example, but um, you don't have to show a side that is only about, you know, being positive and everything is absolutely perfect. I think that's the difference for me. It's about showing the, the light in the shade and being okay with that. Yes. And that's the root of self-compassion. I love that. Knowing the light in the shade and acknowledging that. Yeah, that's true being right there. I love that. What changes would you like to see happening in the next five years? And I mean, on any level, whatever you want, whether that's personal, societal, broader, familial, wherever you want to go with that one. What are the changes that you would really like to see? Gosh, gosh, gosh. You know, the one that instantly came up for me is I want to see a lot more diversity happening behind the scenes. The FTSE 100 boards being made up of a much more diverse group of people rather than, you know, all of them called John. That's what really came up for me because we have come a long way in terms of inclusion and, and our awareness around um, diversity. But it feels like at the moment it is very much all for show. And it is very much like, let's hire that influencer because she's black and let's put that model on our page because she's black. But actually the people who have the real power, there's no diversity there. And that is really fucking me off at the moment. And something I think will be a huge, it will make a huge difference to how society is run. And I know the evidence shows that the more diverse companies are, the bigger their profits are. If 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 we talk to them on that level, they're going to hopefully listen because it's all about profits at the end of the day. So let's try and actually make that happen. That is one of my biggest dreams. Yeah, yeah, I I, I really hear that. Absolutely when we look at having diverse brains and experiences on a problem we are better able to problem solve because we've got a range of ideas not only with you thinking oh oh yeah I don't see it like that actually that's a really good idea 
and it's inspired me to think of something else as well. So creativity, you know, creating more creativity. This is the call out people. Let's move to a place where there are less Johns. Let's move to a place where we are asking the gatekeepers the questions and we will not go away until we get the answers. I really hear what you say in terms of, we've been talking about it, we've been raising awareness, we're reading all the things, we're finding out all the things. It's still not enough. We have to be taking some actions. We have to be looking at what product am I accessing and who is at the top of that? Why am I choosing this over this product? Why am I choosing this service over this service? What yeah. is in my, I always talk about this because I, I teach diversity and inclusion uh, to coaches. And I always talk about them saying, what's in your social media stream? When you look, who's looking back at you? What voices are you listening to? Because if the same voices are like your voices, how the heck are you growing? Where is the growth there? Because all you're having is your own views confirmed. What happens when you listen to other voices and you go, oh, okay, this thing has just happened in the media and there are some other things and there are some new voices. I'm like, well, I don't think of it like that. Okay, great, get curious. Find out the other sides of the story. And when you hear a response that you don't like, find out more voices that also don't like it and hear how they frame it until you understand the differences and the similarities. Exactly. And that's been a really crucial part of my counselling course, actually. For a long time, I've been interacting with people from very different backgrounds from me. And that has been a, such a challenge because you do actually live often in an echo chamber. And even if they don't look like you, they've often got the same political views as you, have a certain kind of lifestyle just interacting with people who are so different was such an eye-opener for me. I don't often interact with conservative voters and, you know, that kind of middle England type of person. And, and I, was, <laughs> I was really struggling. I was really struggling with that. But I think it's been so important that I get out of my comfort zone and listen and hear what, what, what else is happening out there. Entering an area where there is privilege and you are going to get people who can afford to train in it for, you know, the areas that you're training in and how you work on, actually, this is where I need to be. I am exactly where I need to be. And I'm hearing voices that I have views about. And sometimes I will be quiet and I will listen. And at other times, no, this per they need to know what's going on for me. Yeah, there's been a it's been a great lesson in conflict management, that's for sure. <laughs> I I I can imagine that so well, Natalie. I can. Yes. It's really important to speak up and have have our say. It has been a, a great, a great test in listening and also advocating for myself and for others around me and the wellness industry is not diverse that has been my experience I was in corporate training DNI diversity and inclusion training for 20 years and when I trained as a coach three years ago I was so surprised because I kind of thought but we're all about wellness we're all about mental health we're all about being open and honest and curious and creating safe containers yet <laughs> to access some of the training does mean that you are excluding groups of people unless you actively 
have practices and policies in place. And that's why I trained with the company I trained with, because they walk it, they speak it, they live it, they breathe it. And I needed that. And I kind of thought, oh, well, everyone's like this. And when I popped out the other end as a coach, I was like, no, wait, there is so much work to do in this sector. There really is. There's so much work to do in this sector. I found it really difficult, actually, in the wellness industry, finding black therapists or finding healing spaces that are welcoming to people who aren't white it's um it's it's tricky and the intersectional element as well that's a massive part feeling so uncomfortable and um, not feeling that they have the the skills or the knowledge to create that environment for someone who is intersectional we're on it less johns more natalie's that's what we're <laughs> working on you heard it here first Yes, more Natalie's and more Ali's. Yay! Okay, are you are you up for some quick fire questions? Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, there's only three. Number one, what is the best way? Because we are here in the relationship room. So, what is the best way to enhance a relationship? Oh, best way to enhance a relationship is through. I mean, it's just got to be communication, hasn't it? The only way that we can try and um, combat trauma and patterns by speaking not necessarily always with the person we're in a relationship with but speaking putting language to things is one of the most healing things I have found yeah use your words and also use the support yeah I love that I love that what is the secret to great sex (laughs) what is the secret to great sex I think the secret to great sex is being present in the moment, feeling worthy of great sex. <gasps> Two stunners. Yeah, love that. Because, you know, one of, I know this is quick fire, but I'm going to give you a little bit of an analysis. Delve in, delve in. One of the things that I found difficult to navigate when I started having sex with other women was I didn't feel worthy of receiving. And there is that dynamic with same-sex relationships and and sex that you don't get with with a heterosexual kind of sexual relationship. So that was really tricky for me. It was really tricky navigating that and thinking about, hold on, where does that come from? Because I'm so used to being the caregiver. How do I lie back and enjoy this and be present (laughs) and not feel like, oh, fuck, I'm taking too long. Oh, God, shit. No, what? Like, how do I actually enjoy this and not let my head run away with me? It was really difficult and very challenging. Yeah. Cultivating that allowance. You've just given me a cheeky grin, people, for the purpose of the tape. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yes, cultivating that allowance that says I deserve to be here and I am going to be fully present and I'm going to switch off the brain (laughs) and just feel it and be in it. Exactly. Feeling worthy of pleasure can be a tricky one. I agree. And finally, what is love? (laughs) Oh, God, that's so funny. I wrote this in my journal last night. Ah, the world (laughs) in synergy. It is different for everyone. It is, do you know what? 
I still don't know the answer to that. I really don't. I, I, I have been analysing my relationships, analysing why I'm attracted to a certain type of person. What needs does that fulfil? Because love often is about fulfilling a need. So I'm not even going to pretend to be an expert on love and tell you that I know the answer to that question because I'm still fucking figuring it out and it's a minefield. That's so honest. And and the whole kind of we can we can look at these patterns and we can see where they're coming from and we can be OK with the not knowing. This yeah. is this is the message that I think is one of the main messages I want to pass on to my daughter. One day you will be comfortable with not knowing. Yes don't have to know all the things you've been a dream thank you so much for coming on and joining us in the relationship room what are you currently working on and where can people find out about you as you know I've got my finger in many pies and many vaginas too but we'll... oh hello more on polyamory next time please do come back what am I working on? I'm, well, we're doing the manifesting course at the moment. I am also doing a self-pleasure workshop, which I hope to be doing more of too. And just continuing with my content creation online at Style Me Sunday. And that's where you can find me. Absolutely brilliant. And please, people, do reach out and buy Feeling Myself. It is a fantastic book. You will get so much out of it. Thank you Thank so you. much for joining us. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 